we got to make the most of our one night together, baby. How many times do you think that's worked? Because I think legions of babies have been born because of that line. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, <laughs> it would work on me. I don't know. <laughs> Is that not how your whole current situation happened? Were you not just listening to Bad Out of Hell? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on... Uh, don't worry about it, guys. The juice? The alcohol. No, we're not doing Lizzo yet. We'll do Lizzo later. Blame it on oh. the juice. I'm just saying, that, that line has worked Oh yeah, for centuries. There's no way since the concept of having just one last night before someone's leaving, I'm sure that line has always worked. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, you had said something had a, an addendum. An addendum, yes. Uh, we had a our first ever fan correction that I'm so excited oh, to share. Oh, really? What? So, yes, and this came down the wire uh, a mere, mere half hour ago. Mm, so mm. I was I, I received a text from a woman, who, uh, and a dear friend, who I'm assuming would like to remain nameless due to the content of the <laughs> correction. But in Dr. Carter... Verse 3, he makes a comment about, uh, like, a yeast infection, the vagina gets tighter. And she let me know that the over-counter treatment for yeast infections are suppositories that you put in overnight. So that could be what oh. the doctor is referencing. Uh, so, mm. uh, once again, the female voice is important. It's one we're lacking in this podcast. Oh, very I'm much always so. happy to amplify female voices, especially when we're talking about suppositories. <laughs> I did wonder if we were going to learn some things uh, after an episode so dedicated to <clears throat> uh, female anatomy. <laughs> yes, I anticipated as well, and I'm glad. I'm always happy to learn more about it. Right. <laughs> I'm here to learn. I've done my own studies, but I can always do some more. Right. I mean, hands-on experience can uh, get you pretty far. Uh, <laughs> I was always a big fan of the oral exam. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this is the first remote recording. Yes. After a yes. bit of a break, we've got everyone's in a different city now. Man. Yeah. Caleb, where are you now? I forgot. So I'm currently in Cedar Rapids. How's that? Uh, I see Cedar Rapids. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I was supposed to be a lead in a play and had gotten into the first week of rehearsals, really dedicated to it, and uh, someone in the cast got COVID, so we canceled oh. the play. Um, so, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, so now I'm in Cedar Rapids with not as much to do as I thought I was going to be doing, but it's fine. Uh, whatever. Now I have a lot of, like, unstructured time, so that kind of sucks. But what about you? Being Mr. Bartender now, um, I really hope that you play the, the T-Pain Bartender song all the time. I have not yet. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a bartender in a very small, like, towny bar in this little uh, suburb in Chicago. Uh, it's shockingly easy. And we love it. Incredibly, and, like, also shockingly lucrative. Like, I don't know what kind of fucking bar this is but they love to tip their bartenders it is nuts make the money I'm baby very popular <laughs> i'm very popular with the 45 year old women who like to stay until bar close i wear my little shirts with show my chest hair <laughs> and, I my the bar. <laughs> and i charm them and i wink oh it's easy it's great mm. it's so much fun are you still doing the photography thing too yeah 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 i actually did uh I did two shoots this weekend. It's really easy. It's basically me just being a uh, like a portable shelf for this woman. I show up. She she actually bought me like some shirts. I think I talked about this before, but she bought me some attire that are like oh, the best yeah. shirts I've ever worn in my entire life. 
These aren't the uh, little shirts, right? These are the little shirts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's easy. It's fun. You know, schmoozing it up with people. Just I, I'm basically there to be a charming person who holds her stuff. Nice. and can hold conversations with grandma and grandpa while they're waiting to get their photos taken. That's a great a job. A little uh, squeak toy behind the uh, camera so that the, uh, the grandmas pay attention. Come here. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little squeaky Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> They're salivating. Do you remember those? Do you remember those sappy commercials for Werther's original? No. Where it would be like a grandma, a grandpa, like with his little granddaughter on her lap, being like, "I remember when I was your age," and popping in a. And then there was that cheesy ass song in the background that was like Werther's original, <laughs> and it was like this soothing, like. Have a like pop a fucking hard caramel and spend time with your family. Like that's what that commercial mm. was. Very strange. It helps me salivate. It had to be a hard caramel because dentures are not good for soft oh, yeah. caramels. Mm-mm. That's why they were invented yeah. because old people crave caramel so much, but they don't have the teeth for it. So just set it in there, let it dissolve. It's like it's like dip for them. Oh yeah, chaw. <laughs> 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the tracks. My name is Jamie Driscoll. And I'm Caleb Brainy. And this week, we are sinners who are probably going to sin again. And like a sinner on the gates of heaven, we'll come crawling on back to you. Because oh. we listen to uh, Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City and Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. And we've got some opinions. Oh. Caleb. So, side note before we get started. Uh, this is the first time I've actually listened to the albums before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I am an ambiguously white man. <laughs> and I was listening to Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City in my car. <laughs> very loud. Yeah. And I pulled up to a Taco Bell in town. Mm. And as I'm pulling up to the pickup window... The gentleman behind the uh, register wasn't paying attention to me, but heard the music, and he turns to me in, like, the same thought and sees me as he's saying this. He says, my pretzel. Yeah! <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! No. Oh my god! I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that the first time? Yeah. That is the yo, first time. Yo, my nigga. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Oh. And I'm like, oh no. I'm in a Hawaiian shirt and jorts just sitting in my car. Uh, very white, wearing this driving cap, looking like a horribly stereotypical white old middle-aged man. I will tell you. I'll tell you. But every black person has a time in which they've said that. <laughs> like that like that they've been like my nick damn (laughs) you are not who we thought you were gonna be and so i stopped listening to the album (laughs) like i felt shame (laughs) i uh i mean i've gotten that several times and every every time it's i they it's never been out of a mistake but it, it feels like an embrace i'm like yeah i can never i can never say that i can never you know bring it up but it it feels like all right. It may All right. have felt more like an embrace if it wasn't him realizing halfway through saying it that he's saying this oh, to a very right. white man. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Jamie, oh, I, I would say sense. it to you, and it's pretty much it is your invite to the cookout, right? Like that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how it makes you feel. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm so glad that happened to you. Uh, <laughs> I think it's great, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, uh, we gotta think which what which. So these are two very very <laughs> very different albums. There's very few commonalities. I made that little joke just because I wanted to highlight one uh, <laughs> one one thing. Uh, Caleb, how, just a brief overview. How did you feel about Bad Out of Hell? I love it so much. <laughs> you are fucking with me. You are fucking with me. Did you actually enjoy it? I can't get enough of it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it oh is my god. blow it blew not... my mind i am 
it, I think it's my favorite album that you've shown me. I it is absolutely I stop. Are you love it? I like I can't, I'm singing it by myself out in the world. I I'm I'm and I'm worried about who I am now, but I know I can't <laughs> deny it. I love it. <laughs> I have never been more confident that you wouldn't like something. Are you serious? So I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I am happy because okay, it's pretty. It's pretty nerdy, wouldn't you say? It's like it's very okay. theater kid nerdy. You can't right? say nerdy to me when you gave me uh, Led Zeppelin talking about goddamn uh, Lord of the Rings stuff Lord of the Rings. like that. You can't. You can't. Okay. T- so this was all accessible to me. I thought, like, I understood all of it. I thought. <laughs> okay 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 interesting uh, then do we want to start let's do it start let's do it Gino? let's jump let's jump into bad out All of right. hell will you give some background for us do you have any facts of course of <laughs> course so uh meatloaf was born michael lee a day september 27 1947 he was the only child born to his mother who was a school teacher and his father who was an army veteran and police officer his father was quite the drinker and would go on days-long binges. Hmm. His mother would go out looking for him at local bars while Ade would stay with his grandmother. So he's got a little bit of trauma there, maybe some abandonment issues, maybe something informs him about chasing after someone he loves. Uh-huh. That could be part of it. In 1967, Ade would perform with his first band named Meatloaf Soul, after a nickname given to him by his high school football coach because of his weight well, he was a he was a Could you, right tackle or something, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't know. right. Yes, <laughs> but still, imagine in like 2021 being like, uh, "Listen, my name is Meatlog because of this. <laughs> like, I'm a child, <laughs> and this adult man is giving me the name Meatlog because of how fat I am." Like, <laughs> it's different times, folks. Yep, different times. Yep. Uh, I mean, it probably so, still happens. Maybe in like the sports world, but your English teacher could never call you like, "Hey, come here, come here, meatball. <laughs> Let's study ham." Okay, well now I have to tell you really quick that I did at one point. I was teaching little two year olds, and this little boy did look like the biggest little meatball, and I did call him little meatball. <laughs> it was always loving, and I squeezed him so tight, but he was a little meatball. <laughs> I feel like you can get away with that until the age of like five. Right, and he's two. We just call it there, you know. Like, You're safe. Oh, all right. You're safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think you can body shame anyone under five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Meatloaf Soul's first performance was in 1968 in Huntington Beach at the Cave, opening for Van Morrison's band Them. Uh, he would be solidified with his moniker Meatloaf after forming the duet Stony and Meatloaf. Of, uh, and th- this is off the heels of his success on the Broadway production of Hair. Uh, in 1973, Meatloaf was cast in the original production of Rocky Ho- Rocky Horror Picture Show in L.A. This makes so much sense. This garnered such success and interest, the film version was quickly greenlit and began shooting. Jim Steinman, lyricist, producer, composer, and playwright, would begin to collaborate during the time with Meatloaf for our album today, Bad Out of Hell. Uh... I thought this was going to surprise you, Caleb, but now I don't think it will. Uh, Bad Out of Hell is one of the best-selling albums of all time, having sold 50 really? million copies worldwide. Yes. <laughs> and as of June 2019, has spent 522 weeks on the UK albums chart. Holy shit. <laughs> Making it the third longest charting studio album behind Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. <laughs> It's also got one of the coolest. Oh, that cover art. Oh, that cover is baller. Um, critics praised it as an epic pop gothic operatic and, quote, hard not to marvel at the skill behind this grandly silly, irresistible album. <laughs> and uh, finally, in June of 2017, production was begun on a musical adaptation but has since been scrapped due to middling reception and production difficulties. Oh, come on. I would go see a Bad Out of Hell musical in a oh, fucking heart. Easy. Hands yeah. down. Wow. Um, <laughs> he does have a pretty good uh, acting career, too. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was uh, uh, Bob in Fight Club. Have you seen Fight Club? No. Yeah. Okay. You should see that movie. <laughs> no, I respect 
Caleb Moore for not seeing Don't Fight Club. listen. The internet has turned on Fight Club. The people who condemn Fight Club don't fucking get it. And and We we have already broken the rules. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> don't tell Tyler Durden. <laughs> uh, you should see it. It's a good movie. Don't let the, it, it's been it's been co-opted by people who didn't get it and the internet's reception or response is to people who didn't fucking get it. But I I get it. Oh, you get it. You get it. Okay, I get it. You believe in me? <laughs> I do. Yes, do you want to start us out with uh, your thoughts and feelings oh, on Bad Out of Hell? Yeah, so Bad Out of Hell. Wow. Uh, oh, well, you know, we'll just... Okay, overall thoughts on the album. It is phenomenal. It is engaging and entertaining and musically rich and just, like, a lot happening. Um, I would argue there is something here for everyone. Like that is, <laughs> that is, that is my argument. Uh, so yeah, uh, hopping right into the first, the first track, which is Bad Out of Hell. We have to acknowledge that it is nine minutes and 50 seconds. So this is a 10 minute song that you gave me, Jamie, and that'll continue to happen in this album. Uh, <laughs> Are you saying that he gave you a fairly long album? No, 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 no. No, it's not. <laughs> it may only be, what, uh, seven tracks, but it's a long album. It's under an hour, friend. The songs. The songs so are long, long, though. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I'm meaning. The runtime, uh, In comparison like to, minutes. like, the short rap songs, but a lot of rap songs. Because okay. we, we've got, like, we've got, like, what is it? Three songs that are over seven minutes, eight minutes uh, in this yes. album. Yeah, uh, so almost half the album. But it's, okay, that becomes part of it, right? So we'll go into Bad Out of Hell, yes. uh, <laughs> right? Is, is, is okay, I, I took so many notes for first listen, which, you know, for me isn't, I don't have the lyrics up. I'm just listening musically. Uh, and often, like, if I can catch lyrics, which I have a hard time catching without them up in front of me. And... I wrote like a page of notes just on this music, um, just on <laughs> what was going on. And then obviously I went back and had that closer listen. So we've got right away. I, I thought I skipped forward because we start with notes right away. just like, bum, bum, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. We're bang, in <laughs> what I can guarantee from you always, Jamie, is that you can sing the things that I'm hearing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which I absolutely need. Um, and then we've got the piano and the fake guitar with the walls. Oh, and this is the only album that I've ever listened to in which I had to make a lot of timestamps, mostly because the songs are so long. Okay. But I wanted them to be, like, I wanted to know exactly when things were happening. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll just say the opening uh, that happens after that guitar intro, because guitar intro, mm, Mm, like the piercing high, whatever. We've got this. Oh, yeah. You know it. You know it. <laughs> I, I describe this as ethereal and godly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is so good. Uh, we don't have lyrics. We don't have singing until two minutes in. And I wrote, <laughs> this dude doesn't start until two minutes in, and I'm already in love with this song. <laughs> <laughs> So he's done it. He's doing it. He's huh. got me. I love the way that he says his T's at the end of his lines. He's like, at the end of the night. And it's just like... <laughs> Those plosives. He's the master of plosives. <laughs> um, we've got... And the killer's on a bloodshot street. Street. That's what it does. And it's just... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> and about two and a half minutes in, I was like, is there choir here so th- th- okay we've mentioned this before we love a song that builds this song goes oh god everywhere <laughs> yes i i said at cer- at one point he's like edging us <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. there's a lower point i was like oh like we made it to the end of the song like this feels good like we've done it oh yeah and then i was like oh we're still going oh okay yes <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. I have that. Yep. Right. Because, well, we have a lot of these like also immediate drops. So like we have these builds and then all of a sudden cut and we we just have the vocal or we just have like an instrument playing. And it's just like, uh, there's like 
15 seconds of softness at one point, and then boom, we're back at it. And I was like, ah, uh. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it is. It, he's playing with uh, pacing and expectations. Mm-hmm. Like for someone who's never heard this song before, I, I, I would imagine it would be like an experience, especially someone who's listening closely and, and experiencing it for the first time. I'm so glad you had the response that you did. It was like being on a roller coaster. Like, which I don't use that, like, cliche that often, but this was, like, very much, I was like, this is, I don't know what the next turn's gonna be, but I hope this ride is not over yet. Like, <laughs> it's, I, uh, yeah, I mean, to, to go off your, the, the roller coaster analogy, what makes a good roller coaster fun is that tension and release. Mm-hmm. So you, you see a track coming, and you see you're, you're slowly building up, and then you're going back down, and you're, you're corkscrewing like a battering ram on a silver black phantom bite. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish the people could see your hand movements because that got me. <laughs> your hand, the Phantom Bike. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it is. It is. It is. I, it actually takes me a while to even realize that this is like a love song. Like that we're like. <laughs> it takes me a moment to like recognize the lyrics as what they are saying because I'm I'm on this musical ride that so much is happening. But like he he's talking about being with this person, right? Or like wanting to be with this yeah. person, but it's also we're in hell. So okay, so lyric wise, we set a scene. Big time. It's fucking apocalyptic. It's like we've got the sirens mm-hmm. are screaming, the fires are out. We're in hell. Like I get it. <laughs> Way down in the valley tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 so good and then we've got we're we're in hell right and but we've got to make the most of our one night together when it's over you know we'll be soon or be so alone and then we go right back in a bat out of hell (laughs) (laughs) what real quick how many times in real life do you think that line like we got to make the most of our one night together baby how many times do you think that's worked because i think legions of babies have been born because of that line oh absolutely um, <laughs> it would work on me. I don't know. <laughs> Is that not how your whole current situation happened? Were you not just listening to Bad Out of Hell? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on, uh, don't worry about it, guys. The juice? The alcohol. No, we're not doing Lizzo yet. We'll do Lizzo later. <laughs> oh. juice. I'm just saying that that line has worked. Oh, yeah. For centuries. There's no way since the concept of having just one last night before someone's leaving. I'm sure that line has always worked. Mm-hmm. I've got this one night, you know? <laughs> Meatloaf, he is the epitome of a confident large man. Yes! Is he a we large get, we man? We get to that later. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I guess, yes. I guess he is. He's oh, Meatloaf. He's Google Meatloaf. an image of him? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't do it because I want I want to just, like, not, I don't know, learn him through his music. But I guess that makes sense. Yeah. He was a right tackle. He's a big dude. It's kind of his thing. You did just say he was named Meatloaf after that. But like in my mind, I just hadn't, I hadn't gotten there. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I. He's actually not looking too bad now. Oh, he thinned out. I got, good for him. I Get healthy. Whatever that means for him. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I love that th- this, this is so musically rich, but then it also has this like actual kind of story that's happening, right? Like there are things uh, happening. We have tonight, so let's have tonight, right? And then at the end, we have this outro that I was really intrigued by, right? Which is like, then I'm dying at the bottom of the pit in a blazing sun. Yeah. Oh. I'm thinking the last thing I see in my is my heart still beating, still beating. I'm breaking out of my still body and flying away. Oh, uh, I was like, Jesus, this is like dark, but I. We've list- the melodrama is dripping from every word. Maybe that's what it is. Jamie, I love this album because I am dramatic. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's the key in. Wow, wow, oh. wow. Okay. Yeah, because the, the melodrama and the... Okay, well, yeah, thinking yeah. about it, just like that deep, deep feeling. Mm. Like... Cu- I should have known you love this album as soon as you said my my heart's the last thing I see is my heart's still beating. Yes. Like, yeah. Of course you're going to go for I was that. like I can course, I want to write that. So I have for the first time ever submission to the concept of undeniable banger. 
hundred percent. I was like, this, there is, how do you not like this song? There's n- I can't believe there's someone who doesn't like this song. I put it as an undeniable banger. We're in. We got the first We've one. We got it. We got baby. the first one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's some pictures for you, Caleb. Oh, nice. Oh, he is a little meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> and he's made millions doing it. Good for him. <laughs> Okay, so Jamie, what what were thoughts that you had about about out of hell? Yeah, so you you hit most of them. Uh, I, I, just the the phrase that got a, like a bat out of hell. I'll be gone when the morning comes. Mm. Makes me think. I would assume Meatloaf would be a, a snuggler in the morning. Oh, but he's not a snuggler. He's out of there. <laughs> I'm a snuggler. Are you a snuggler? Oh, you snuggle in the morning? oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a snuggler. Well, Come we're here. we're Come sad here. boys and we're softies and we're just gonna yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come here. You won't get some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the next line, uh, like a sinner before the gates of heaven, I'll come crawling on back to you. I never really thought about this before. So in the morning, he's out. He wants to get, he did his, he did what he's got to do. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to linger. But then, of course, like when the day's over and the sun goes down, he wants to come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that feeling. <laughs> Like I get it, I get it's it's that it's kind of that uh, you know not being able to make a decision kind of thing. Like in one way, he wants to be the kind of guy who's like, get out of there, but like oh, I'm coming back, baby. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> no tying me down. And oh, I said I like the way he says hot, which is what you said. Yeah. When the engine is hot. <laughs> I like that there was this musical break with a nothing really rocks and nothing really rolls. It, like it like oh. boun- it bounces back into some like body rocking kind of thing, which I really liked. I wrote that down too. Uh, I that that moment was like uh, it, it, we we cut to like a different vibe, and then we go right back. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I said this song is so musically rich. If someone told me this song just has every instrument ever in it, I'd only be a little suspicious. <laughs> Like, it's just so much. You're right. Uh, I'm so wrong. There's one point, there's, there's these screeching guitars come back in. I said, God damn, these guitars are dope. Caleb probably does not enjoy. I did. <laughs> I did. So, like, I don't think every guitar solo lands for me, right? I, I mean, I listened to, to Zeppelin and wasn't in love with what was going on there. But <laughs> this, I don't know what, I, to me, if it, I, I think I think I wrote this in this specific song. I was like, if this is what rock and roll is, then I understand why people love rock and roll. Like I was like, I would, I would go give me more of this. Find everyone, make this, please, so I can have more of this. That that made sense. I'm to so, me. <laughs> Caleb. I'm so happy to inform you. There's a bat out of hell two and a bat out of hell three. I'm so in you've it. got two more I'm albums that are it. direct sequels to this. <laughs> Which we are, of course, going to do at some point. Oh, yeah. I've heard the song a million times, and I never realized it was about him crashing his motorcycle. Yeah. And he's like, I never saw the car, but all is too late. And then he's torn and twisted and all this stuff. And then his final line uh, before the outro, and he says, I'm breaking my body, and we're flying away. Hey, like a bat out of hell. <laughs> that, that, that progressive A mm-hmm. redeems the entire song. Like, it, it didn't need redemption, but like... That's I it. always thought it went on a little too long, but just the fact that it gets that, oh, so good, well, so fucking. And awesome. I and I wondered and I love this. that fading. You said you said you thought it might go too too long, and I wondered if if I knew the song more, if I would think that because right now it, it's like mm. at, at some point when you ride the roller coaster like eighteen times by the by the nineteenth time, are you yes. like okay, like I just really wanted that one part or two or three. But for me, I every moment of it was savory. Was was mm. oh my god! <laughs> this makes me so happy. And then the last thing I have is I love that fading female voice and the tolling bells. Mm. So good. Mm. Uh, and and then we go to the next song. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Parentheses: Hot summer night. I have to tell you, I was so in love with Bad Out of Hell. And then this started. And I said, okay, this is some white people weird shit. Like, I was like, what is going it's on? It's very strange. <laughs> uh, it is so weird. Because it's, it's, it's got that intro where it's like, on a summer night, would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Yeah, what the fuck? What are you saying, bro? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yo, do you want to do it? I'll, 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 I'll be the, 
I'll be the creepy voice, and you be you be the girl. Okay, okay. Uh, <clears throat> On a hot summer night, would you offer me your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Will he offer me his mouth? Will he offer me his, his mouth? Yes. Oh wait, we fucked it up. Let's get let's keep going. We fucked it up. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you the? Anyway, was... I'm. I'm. You said I'm the. Girl. Aren't you the creepy voice? Ah, I, I, yeah. Wait. So you say the yeses. I don't like this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I say the yeses? No, I say the yeses. All right. No, fuck. You over. say the yeses. <laughs> We're moving on. So it's this weird fucking quest Q&A about jaws and teeth and mouth and hunger. Oh, sorry. Yes. I, I, and I, I, and I, it's I'm got this secretly, me. like, it's got it's a, it's a whispering yes, right? Will he offer me his teeth? Yes. Right? <laughs> Uh, and then we get serious. Yes, he does love you. <laughs> it's so weird. But it ends with, I bet you say that to all the boys. And I swear, Jamie, you've said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, it's not It's not from this. I probably have. It's a good canned line that I can just crack open when I need to. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> You say it's not from this, but sure. <laughs> just like the kind of thing where it's like, sounds like me on prom night. Like, it's just uh, an easy joke to make. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me then think, I was like, this is a Jamie thing. Uh, this is white. Uh, <laughs> it's very white. So you lost me right there, right? Meatloaf, I was like, I was riding with you. Ride or die, here for it. And then you really started making me question the dying part of ride or die when you came in with this weird questioning thing but wins me back i'm i start swaying with the song this you know this is a song it's what about wanting to say i love you um <laughs> i wrote but it still started off with some weird wolf shit but it did it starts with just like wanting to say i love you and uh that person saying it before you right like you're just in a summer night together bodies are close you're kissing oh Right, like the tensions, and you, mm, and you, and you took the words right out of my mouth. It was cute to me. I like. I thought this was musically like a little less exciting, but it was still satisfying. Right, so like there's less going on. I think it was the tambourine, the constant tambourine, like added to this like lightness that I was like, this is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. The clapping. Uh, <laughs> They cut all the other signs in the class. That made me like smile. Like I thought it was good. Yep, like it, I was like, okay. Uh, and the fadeaway was perfect. So like this song to me was very straightforward and just enjoyable. Yeah, I'd agree. Not nearly as musically rich as you said. I thought it was so strange that it's this like, do you give me your throat? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, do you give me your teeth? And then it's like, <laughs> ooh, she wop wop. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's this weird 1950s doo woppy tambourine kind of beat. Yep. This is going to come over and over again. I, I always like his lyrics. There's something mm. about his lyrics that are like unique and evocative that I really do enjoy. Like, oh, we were lying together in a silver lining by the light of the moon. That's just, I, I don't know. No, I, I, I thought all of his <laughs> and then, writing then, was like really actually pretty concise, but figuratively like rich. Like they hit right on the nose in which I was like, he's he did it. In that in those two lines, I know exactly what he wanted to say and how he wanted me to feel about it and like what he wanted me to see. They're mm. really well done. Yeah. Th- then we have the lines, you took the words right out of my mouth. It must have been while you were kissing me. It's cheesy <laughs> at first. But I also thought, tell me that doesn't sound like something Lil Wayne would say. Oh. She took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> must have been while she was kissing me. You uh, Come on. You're come not on. wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, my God. Sad Boys Jamie and Caleb here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Other Side of the Tracks. We just wanted to take a second to thank some folks before we jump back into the episode. First off, thank you to The Milker Project for the use of their arrangement of Never Going Down Again. Scope them out on YouTube for more great arrangements. 
We also want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. If you want to help keep the lights on over at Sad Boy HQ, you can do so either via our Patreon at patreon.com backslash other side of the tracks or shoot us an email at other side of the tracks cast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to us. If you're unable to financially support, oh wait, shit, I was going to make a joke. <laughs> Keep that in. That's my. <laughs> if you're unable to financially support, you can always share us with someone you think would enjoy us. Our sponsors for today's episode are Caleb, the Negro artist Rainy. That's me, who has a couple of poetry books out. Um, the first one is Look Black Boy. The second is Heart Notes. You can also get the first spoken word album, Look Black Boy, on my website, thenegroartist.com. The other sponsor is Editor Taylor's podcast, The Tantalus Tales, a real-place, story-driven D&D podcast. Scope it out wherever you find podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We love hearing from you listeners, so feel free to reach out to us via social media. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello. My name is Taylor. I am the DM and lore master of The Tantalus Tales, a real-play D&D podcast following the misadventures of three unlikely heroes across the universe. So, who wants to save the world? Am I getting paid for this? Uh, shut up, Bakar. Yes. Well, I'd say that if if the world is gone, we probably won't get paid. Can I give it to my god? I, I mean, ideally, no. Alright, so are we just going to solve this in our usual method, you guys? So, you guys try to sneak, and when you get caught, I kill them? More or less. Let's just drench the flagstones in blood like we normally do. Do we want to do help me? I'm okay with the quest that I'm currently on. I'm not here to save the world. The car, I swear to God, <laughs> any God, you're going to get it. Join us for more misadventures on The Tantalus Tales, wherever you find podcasts. The, the line, uh, oh, the night is young and no one's going to know where you've been, that was upsetting. Mm, yeah, I, I was kind of gonna, like... What, why don't you... Like we can, like if we're in love, like we can just say that and like name it in a in a healthy way for the world to know. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, it, it kind of tapered off lyrically at that point, and it 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 kind of repeated too much. But I assume this song was like for the radio. Like, did this play on the radio? Mm. Like it seems simple I, enough. I don't know. It wasn't alive in 1977. Uh, were you not? Are you sure? <laughs> nope. This was 100 percent on the radio. Really? I don't remember here. Well. Yeah, yeah. That's all that's all I have for that one. Yeah, okay. Our next one we've got is Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even just the way you move your body when you sing these songs is it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, all right, we're soft, delicate. Uh, uh, I was like, I feel wrapped mm-hmm. in your heart, buddy. Uh- <laughs> 40-ish seconds in, there's like this piano climb that like, uh, after uh, heaven can wait, it, it's like heaven is, can wait, and it's just like, and I'm like, oh yes, uh, the piano is like the true star of this song uh, for me. It is like I'd agree. Ah, I'd love a good piano. That's it, and it's soft and it's sweet. And then I, I, we have strings in the background at, at some point. About, about a minute in, we like end up having okay and then we've got a choir again i was like this album is so musically rich and like everything i want there are just layers always we just keep adding and like changing things so this song is coming right after the song where he finally says i love you to his partner right so we're talking placement of an album perfect he doesn't need heaven now he's in love with his lady like he said i love you and that's where he's at and it's so precious no i know (laughs) it kind of got me i think also this album works for me because it's so centered around love, which sadly is my life. Mm. Uh, and so I think that's also it, right? It's like, I'm like, I feel it. I get it. Oh, buddy, love. Oh. Yeah. I love the, like, the high-pitched shine at the end. It is, uh-huh. yeah. So I like this song. Uh, what did what'd you think, Jamie? Yeah, I, I like that soft, somber piano. Mm. And it so- I said it sounds like this could take place after Bad Out of Hell. Where oh. we're going with this concept album where maybe he's seeing this woman again and he doesn't want to go yet because he's with his love and heaven can wait as he's ascending. <laughs> I don't know. I said this one kind of got me. Uh, Aww. <laughs> he does have some martyr syndrome for sure, though, where he's like, oh, let me take all your pain. 
let me take it all in and I'll yep. make it all better yep. for you, baby. Uh, it's like, you need to also be your own man sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, again, I, I like his use of language I make mention of. The, like the altars and the torn and twisted and skylight. This like mm-hmm. gothic feel makes it just something to latch onto and, and distinct. Uh, and it, it, so I guess for the, the theme of this, it seems like he had either a one night or at least a short time with this woman he considers paradise. So heaven can wait. As established, cheesy but simple. Nothing really makes me ever want to put this song on again, but I didn't mm. not enjoy it. It was fine, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna say pull up Heaven Can Wait. It's not your Oxcore choice. Um, if you're picking not anything Oxcore besides choice. Bad Out of Hell, I'm a little confused. First of all, um, <laughs> as an Oxcore choice, <laughs> I'm mad at you. I'm mad at both of you for that, just because Bad Out of Hell's are undeniable banger. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah. But there there is. There's there's a clear second. Okay, okay. All right, all right. There's another classic in this album that I yeah, big time. will always play. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we've got All Revved Up with No Place to Go. Oh, baby. Give me a sexy sax coming in hot. That's yes, we... yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. bass. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. The falsetto, the you you know what it's like. I was like, oh okay. This like for a second, we have this shift at like the se- second minute mark for some weird reason where it like hits the fifties a bit, and it's yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are to me, I can't think fifties without thinking Greece, uh, the musical. Uh, <laughs> and so that That's just immediately <laughs> that just immediately right there. I could definitely be thinking about like more important things, but no. Uh, Greece is what I think about. Uh, <laughs> I will say the, the the shouting of all revved up with no place to go did get me revved up. Uh, like this song got me. I liked at, at three thirty ish around three and a half minutes in. We've got like we we are rocking. We hit the tempo. We are pedal to the metal. We are going in, and I'm revved. This song gave me the sexy sax and a lot of and revved me up. I'm happy with it. I liked how he referred to himself as a lonely boy. He's 30 years old, he's calling himself a boy. We Who get it. That? Sad boys. Uh, <laughs> it's The sound to me almost sounded like a TV theme song from the 80s. Like it didn't... Oh. It kind of, especially in the beginning. It had, it had that very like easy listening like, well, once upon a time... It, like, I don't know. It just was, seemed kind <laughs> of like, cheesy. Turn to the listening. camera and like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, the evocative language, the steaming night and a red-eyed dream. Mm. Love that stuff. The line, oh baby, I'm a hunter in the dark of the forest. I've been stalking you and tracking you down. That's actually what made me go back and immediately have to listen to the lyrics because it mentioned blood. And I was like, when did we get blood in here? Like, when did that happen? And so I like had to figure mm-hmm. out how we got to that being okay. And I was like, oh, I guess he's a hunter. And so it's first blood. Right. Yeah, how I kind of made that make sense where he saw him and this woman at like a standoff. And it's like, well, who, like first blood being like the first move. So he's kind of using that like jaws and teeth and gothic imagery of like, you know, when we collide, when we, when we embrace, when we kiss for the first time, who's going to draw first blood mm. is kind of how I made it make sense. But that's, that's given a lot. I wasn't a fan of that imagery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then at the end, when he sped up, that was that very classic mm-hmm. rock and roll feel. And I'm glad you said something about like a classic rock and roll feel because that's yeah. a great example of it. And I like that drum fill on all revved up and no place to go. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good song. <laughs> Enjoyed the shit out of it. All right. So then we've got two out of three ain't bad. This is sad. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. This is a sad song. So we've got a gentle piano intro. The choir's back. We love to hear it. Uh, I was like thinking this is the slowest song we've had so far. It's like what it felt like. I'm not even sure that's true. I was like feeling it going, I think this is like the slowest we've, we've been. This is our a breakup song, right? Like this is, this is. Yeah. Yep. Our, our first line, we start with, baby, we can talk all night, but that ain't going to get us nowhere. I told you everything I can. There's nothing left inside of here. And then our chorus is, I want you. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever going to love you. That's that's what we're talking about here, right? We're having a breakup where we're like, I want you, I need you, but I'm not going to love you. So don't be sad. He also says, now don't be sad. Uh, yeah, don't be sad. Two out of three ain't bad. That's terrible. That is- yeah. And let's go. 
So I, I like how he's just got this triangle imagery of like what a relationship would be like yeah. want, need, and love. Yeah, first so it's like, wait, what? I can I can love you and want you, but I don't need you. <laughs> like so he's got this like it's it's that old thing of like uh do you want it done fast, well, or on time? Yeah. <laughs> Choose two. Fast, yeah. cheaper, well done. Yeah, that's it. Choose two. So it seems like this is his triangle of relationship. Like there's a lot more than goes into it than just these three things, Mr. Loaf. Which now my question to you, Jamie, is if you could get two out of three, and the three are one, need, yes! love, yes. which ones are you choosing? Okay. Oh, oh, want and love. Are you kidding? Want yeah, and no, love. Easy. So no need, though. That's yeah. interesting. Because, okay, because I, hmm, I find like myself... Being received, right? Yes. You want to be wanted and loved. Bingo. That makes sense. You love it. You got to reveal, buddy. <laughs> okay. Well, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, for me, I was like, if you need me, I was like, you probably want me, and I was like, cheating that way, and then I was like, actually, but you're that's different. What we're talking about is different. Uh so right, I'm gonna choose love. That's that's a that's a given to me. Right. That that's the one of the two. I okay. I uh, this is what I would say. This is sad boy Caleb being vulnerable in this space of uh, we're working on our codependency tendencies. Uh, and so I yep, would say I have to choose want, right? Like that's what I would want to say my two are right now. I'm not sure that's where I am, but that's what we're working towards. Okay. Cause I do want a person who can be independent and like, doesn't need me, but really exactly. wants me exactly. is important to me. Right. <laughs> but also codependency is, a, is, has existed. So, um, yeah, I asked that question before knowing I was going to have to answer, and now I'm mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that, because I did not have that in the chamber. It's really good. So yeah, this song is, to me, like, we're breaking up, we're saying, hey, two out of three. But then, we do this thing that's kind of really shitty, where in verse three, I'm in the middle of breaking up with you, and then I go, well, this kind of thing happened to me before. Don't say that! <laughs> Like, that's not helpful to be like, hey, like, Jamie, I just don't think we're going to work out. Also, I used to love someone. The person I actually loved said the same thing to me. So, I mean, like, sucks to suck. Like, that's what it felt like a little bit. I was like, that's not very compassionate. He was not loving in his choices in that moment. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any other? No, I, 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 I liked the song. It was just devastating and sad. And I was like, damn, Jamie, why do you do this to me? Uh, yeah, well... Oh, they're the line... I love the sad boy songs. I, you're right. I tried... Yeah, that's who we are. I tried to show you just how much I care. I'm tired of words, and I'm too hoarse to shout. And I just... I don't know. Something about that resonated with me, and I was like, been there, buddy. Lose that voice. <laughs> but again, hoarse is one of those words that I would just attribute to what makes this album, these lyrics, specifically him. Mm. You, you hit most everything. I, uh, I, I highlighted the, the line, crying icicles instead of tears. That's oh, yeah. Oh, shit. And then he, he makes this uh, comparison of, he's like, you can keep trying, trying, trying. I'm never going to love you. Like, you know, you, you're looking for a ruby in a mountain of rocks. Yes. <laughs> Something at no the... Coupe de Ville hiding at the bottom of a cracker jack. Yes, I knew you were going to... Who's, who's he calling? <laughs> who's he calling the cracker... Is he the cracker jack box? Because I think he is. I think he is, and he's saying there's so nothing here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cracker jack box in here, baby. Okay. Hey, I got. No, right, there's if... nothing for you here. There's no room at the inn. No room. It's not here. If you identified yourself as a snack, what are you? A snack? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What kind of snack are you, Jamie? Because he's obviously a Cracker guess, Jack uh, box, which I I would say is a snack. I know. I know. I got, I got, I got, I got a joke, but I want to say the Snickers thing because it satisfies. Huh? <laughs> uh, but no, Jamie's a salted nut roll. No, come on. I'm sweeter than that. I would say I'm like, uh, <laughs> what kind of snack am I? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I would say <laughs> like some teriyaki beef jerky. That's <laughs> I don't know what to do. a little, little salty, mm. a little sweet. Mm. There's some protein in there. It can sustain you. Ah. There's some depth there. It's, it's a little pricier. It's not cheap. And it also doesn't come easy. Not cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's not cheap. It doesn't come easy. So so if you're snacking on me, uh you've earned it. Mm. Mm. That was good. <laughs> you feel good. I I can see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snacking on me, you've heard. <laughs> oh my god. Caleb, what kind of snack are you? Oh, uh, 
How did you not think these were going to be turned around on you? Oh, I need you to be clear. Unlike you, I don't think of these questions until right now. I didn't think of that question until oh, wow. this moment. You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. So, so I wasn't prepared with an answer, but I'll think I, I got. Uh, oh, you think he was? No, I know Jamie wasn't, but he's an improv and he's got it. I, but I always ask, I just ask questions and then go, oh shit, now I have to answer them. Uh, and I've stalled long enough to say, we're going to go with uh, goldfish. One, I'm the snack that smiles back for sure. Uh, <laughs> but also nice. a little salty, but mostly cheesy. Uh, <laughs> occasionally flavor blasted. Occasionally flavor. Occasionally just blasted. <laughs> and <laughs> easy to crumble. Uh, soft little guy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you're doing great. <laughs> I don't know what else I would go. Um, yeah. Oh, also, uh, if you if you talk to women I've dated in the past, uh, there's plenty of me. So there's plenty of fish in the sea, and they just keep picking different ones. Um, so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's that. Uh, am I sad inside Ouch. sometimes? Um, that is all I've got for this. I think that's all you had. So we'll move on I've, to. I've got, I've got, I've, I've got a little more. Got oh, a little give more. me more. Give me more. I said, this is a little too melodramatic for me. Mm. But then as soon as I wrote that, I said, wait, he got me back on the line and I know I'll never get her out of my heart. I was like, got you back, wrote you back in. Yeah. Yep. Got me back. And I did say, this is aside from bad out of hell. And, uh, I would do anything for love and paradise with a dashboard light. This is one of his biggest hits. Like two out of three ain't bad is one of his biggest hits. That's and interesting I to me. still go the rest of my life, never hearing it and be okay with that. Yeah. I, this is not a song that I'm going to reach. Actually, uh, it might be a song that I would put on on like a breakup playlist right but like it's but that's then not a song you go to to listen to and pass it you're not like all right and i'm gonna drive to the store let's two out of three ain't bad like you're not gonna do that next we've got paradise by the, the dashboard light or as i call pee break song <laughs> oh you want to pee uh no 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 so this song very popular in both karaoke and radio as being a pee break song I, because oh. you would play it and you'd have time to go Take a piss. Yes, because it's eight minutes and 28 seconds, Jamie. <laughs> not, the not the longest one on this one, but definitely popular on the radio and is definitely... Uh, I've, I've had a number of friends who have worked in both karaoke and in radio, and this is their pee break. So I'm so shocked. The, the bar I work at has karaoke Fridays and Saturday nights. And last Saturday night, these two people over the married couple over the age of 50 just came in and screamed this song and it was one of the most painful karaoke experiences that i've ever seen <laughs> this is not a karaoke song you want to do if you are just gonna yeah mm. yeah it requires accuracy yeah i i'm surprised that this is this is a radio song like that this like only because of its length, right? Like I'm actually surprised that eight and a half minutes makes it on the radio. I, I've actually just been kind of assuming that these songs get cut somewhere when they get played other places. Like I just was making that assumption. Uh, not that I would want that to happen, mm -hmm. but it's just, that's wild to me. No, it, it's a hundred percent for pee breaks. They keep long songs like that. I get it. I also don't listen to the radio that often. That's on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I started in with like, okay, I feel like this is old time rock and roll. Like I, I got you. Uh, I, I said, I feel like doing the twist, uh, or something. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Charleston. Yeah, that's that. Oh yes. Hand on the hip, shake of the finger. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, I was like, okay, I hear you with the piano in the background. You're kind of hidden, but like, I hear you tickling them keys. Uh, I'm kind of here for it. I was surprised a minute in, we completely changed the tempo and like slow down. And I, I wrote, I was like, Meatloaf really does whatever they want. Like they just, he does yeah, whatever. We've got a new voice I was surprised about. I got, so for my first listen through, I was actually like kind of confused by this song. I was like, I, cause I wasn't listening like super. So I was like, what is happening here? Especially when we hit that mid mark, right? We're going to go all the way tonight, right? And then we've got an announcer. We're going to go all the way tonight. We're going to go all the way tonight tonight. Funky, like, disco thing that happens. And, and I, and I was like, what are we doing? What is happening here? Uh, but, of course, we go back and then we listen to the whole arc. And I'm like, 
Yeah, okay, this is fun. Uh, Jamie, do you know anything about Ellen Foley? Is she a big deal? Does she matter? I, I mean, like, she's a person, so she I always know. matters. But, like, I didn't know if I was supposed to know her. No, I hear what you're saying. Uh, you're saying, is she, like, an impactful person yeah. in the music industry at the time? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think uh, she's probably garnered some... Go ahead. She was on Broadway and television. Uh, she also co-starred on Night Court. Night Court. The Court at Night. Night Court. Get yep. your AM cases and get them out of here. This is Night Court. Come in with a belly full of steak and some whiskey. <laughs> She's definitely best known for uh, her collab with Meatloaf on this song. Gaia. Okay, so I just was checking in on that. Uh, but like to, to the, the rundown of this this song, right, is we've got high schoolers in love. They're really hitting it off. Uh, we're in this like honeymoon stage. Uh, what do we got? Ain't no doubt about it. We were doubly blessed because we were barely 17 and we were barely dressed. Uh, it's like we're also horny. Uh, we're also really getting into it. We're really, really about it. And we've got this like classic high school boy line. It's like, I've been waiting so long for you to come along and have some fun. And I got to let you know, no, you're never going to regret it. So open up your eyes. I got a big surprise. <laughs> It'll feel all right. Well, I want to make your motor run. And I, <laughs> so. Well, I want to make your motor run. Yeah. Oh, so geez, we are, that was like, we've gotten revved up and now we're here, right? Like we're, we're going to get in it. Then we have <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> then we've got our disco break. Our, our we're gonna uh, we're gonna go all the way tonight, right? It's so fun. It's so fun. And then we we, we have where, where is that? We have the announcer coming in, uh, right? That's right after that. That's a little uh, odd. <laughs> but I love Caleb. What you need to know is the reason I chose this album is because I wanted you to experience the moment when the baseball announcer comes in. <laughs> that's, that's what I was just about to I talk wish about. I had a camera on your face. <laughs> I was like, what is, what, what? <laughs> I was, <laughs> and what's funny is, you don't know this, but baseball's been on my mind because the play that I was going to be in, I was going to be a baseball player and I, and I was going to argue with the announcer. Like it was like a whole, it's so like baseball's been wow. so in my life. And then I listened to this and I was like, what? 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 Uh, what is, and what is, what does he say? And he's going all the way. He might make it. And then like, and he makes it. Um, Stop right there. <laughs> yes. And then we have that cut in. Stop right there. And I was like, oh, shoot. Um, I love that. I, that was funny to me. Uh, <laughs> and so what a lot we, of pressure. We, She's putting a lot of pressure. Right. We stop right there. And I need to know, will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you never leave me? Will you make uh, me so happy for the rest of my life? Will you take me away and will you make me your wife? Do you love me? Will you love me forever? I'm 17. <laughs> I'm 17. 17. And, and also, barely dressed. Yeah, so this is coming at me when I'm 17. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The stop right there. I got to know right now. It's important. Okay. For the context of this song. Okay. And I want, I want this to be said. This makes me uncomfortable talking about a sexual encounter between two 17-year-olds. Okay. When she says stop right there, I got to know right now. Has penetration occurred, do we think? Oh, uh... Or are, are, no. or are we right at the cusp? I think is we're the right RB there. At, at the gate. This is, this is that moment. We're right there. Where, where we've got, we've got, we've got, oh boy, the... I, okay, also the the baseball announcer, like, that's, that, that's setting the scene of being, to me, in a car, right? We're in a car and that's happening is also what I thought was happening, mm -hmm. uh, right? Is that's what's happening in this background. And so so we've got this going on and he it's happening and they're getting hot and heavy. And then it is right about it, right? And that's when the announcer's like, he's going to make it, right? It's like, we're right there and it stops. So I do think it's right before we... Fucking right before, record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Just like wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna are you gonna love me forever? And I just like I don't know forever, <laughs> forever. And it's like oh yeah, 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 baby. <laughs> it is wild. I'm just thinking about seventeen year old me. No one is the best version of themselves at seventeen. That's my statement with that. <laughs> And so I'm thinking about the fact. <laughs> Jamie peaked at seventeen <laughs> for sure. We know, uh, but I'm thinking about that as In like if we're hot and heavy, it's just about to happen, and. You asked, are you going to love me forever? At 17, yes. I'm going to do exactly. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sure Easy. Am. But actually, that's not his response, right? His response is, can I sleep on it? Isn't that what it is? Can I sleep on it? <laughs> yeah. 
Which I was like, kind of like bold choice to go. Actually, like I don't know. Which I would submit to the group. <laughs> to the Makes jury. Her the aggressor. She she is the aggressor in the scenario. He keeps saying like, "Let's back off." I want to sleep on it. And she's like, well, you fucking love me forever. Well, you're going to fucking love me, baby. And he's like, I would like some time to make a decision and think about this. And she keeps on just coming at him, coming at him, coming at him. And eventually she gets her way. She's aggressor. He doesn't. Does he get to sleep on it? He does not. That's what he requested. Okay. So, but I want to be fair here is if we're going to talk about 17 year old boys, uh, in stereotypical mm-hmm. ways, which we are in this moment, mm-hmm. um, we are we are in this space. But my imagination is uh, okay. I perceive it this way: she is being emotionally ag- aggressive. We do not know in this moment whether he is being physically aggressive. So they are about to have it. Imagine there are not clothes on bodies. We are we are in it. Oh, I and, see what you're saying. And she goes, she goes, stop, stop, stop. Are you going to love me forever? And he starts kissing her neck and says, can I tell, can I sleep on it? Sleep right? On like, it. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay. do we have to answer that right okay. now? Baby, we don't have to talk about that. Like, come on. Yeah. Right? Like, that could be happening. And we have to give that credit there, okay. too. Okay. Okay. Very yeah, it's, it's baby, baby, love me, sleep on it. Come on. I, I'll give you an answer in the morning. Let's just do this now. I want to sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the way you guys are saying it. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's actually more likely that uh, it's like a, ah, baby, like, we don't have to worry about that. We only have tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's not a lyric, but that just, like, fits with meatloaf at the moment. And so we've, we've got that. And then eventually, yeah, he's like, uh, I couldn't take it any longer. Lord, I was crazed. Which means to me that they're still kind of in the moment. Like, that they're still... He's yes. he's both crazed emotionally, like she keeps asking for this emotional security. How dare she? Um, and, and he's crazed also, like physically. And so then he's like, it came up. The feeling came up upon me, and like a tidal wave, started swearing to my God and on my mother's grave that I would love you to the end of time. I swore that I would love you I to saw, the end I of. Me. <laughs> I know. I saw. <laughs> and then immediately followed by the next verse of, so now I'm praying for the yeah. end of time. <laughs> it's like what a fucking turnaround, and I, that caught me off guard. I, and I've heard this song a million times, and I always thought it was him turning around like in the moment. But if you go back to the beginning of the song, he's saying, "I remember." Yes, and so there's so this past the, the singer right? is so he's singing about a time when this happened, and then at the end, he's coming out of it and being like, "And now I'm here with this old battle axe of a woman. I got to spend another like hour with, and I wish I was." Dead, all because I boiled the car. <laughs> it's like it's almost like a pro uh, celibacy <laughs> anthem. It kind of is, and like it actually is really abstinence, abstinence, abstinence. Yeah, the the idea of like you know you better wait because uh, he's just like all I wanted was that sex, and now here I am praying for the end of time, and he like hates it. <laughs> like he really is like yeah. I can't spend another minute. Like I can't stand this, and and yeah. So that that's all I got for paradise. That's that's paradise. It, it, it is it is wild and funny and it, it's a narrative it's it's a story but yeah so all right next we have for crying out loud uh, okay we we got a shrug from Janie already yeah to me it's that <laughs> this is i think our longest song with eight minutes and 45 seconds no bad out of hell is oh it was bad out of hell oh it was nine right wow. it was nine something right mad out of hell is nine something mm-hmm. yeah it was oh bad out of hell huh i miss it already <laughs> let's see We've got a slow, soft piano with some vocals. We get a little faster. There's this tender and raw vocals to me that I really like. <laughs> and there's a lyric that says, for crying out loud, you know that I love you. And I wrote, buddy, you were just waiting for the end of time a second ago. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, you were just trying to get out of this. <laughs> He's all over the map. He's got a lot of feelings. Buddy, do I get it? Let's see. Um, and then... I was there when you were saved. Uh, that like, like the whole sound opens up with the strings in the background. There, which yep. he does a lot. Like that happens often, and it's always satisfying to me. Around like four and a half minutes in, the drums come in in a way that I'm just like jolted. I'm like, oh, oh yes, oh, dr- oh, we got drums. <laughs> Those drums coming in about halfway. I, I called them triumphant. Oh, that's a good word. <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, the the drum drop off with the, for crying out loud, you know I love you, around like the six minute mark, that, that 
I thought that was the ending of the song. I was like, oh, we did it. We're done. Um, no, it wasn't. He edged you. Edged me. Again. Uh, old buddy. <laughs> but I would say that this, this like, near the closer to the ending is like really epic with this like full band of uh, like we've got bass drums and horns and and then and then boom cut to this gentle piano like it is yeah uh musically still fun for me i i also think it's important for us to note like for meatloaf at, at this point it's like so clear that love and sex are so intertwined like un un mm. un uh pull apartable there's a better word for that that i can't think of in inalienable like that that's it like it's just like yeah. there you were we're both doing the hand motion of our hands like just interlock part and parcel there yeah. they, they are uh, interlock interlock is probably what i wanted that you was can't it. separate sex yeah it's sex and love are so together and because we've got oh i know you belong inside my aching heart and can't you see my faded levi's bursting apart okay buddy like what <laughs> what which uh if i was a large man a larger <laughs> man i uh don't think I'd call attention to my Levi's ever bursting apart. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good point, actually. That you probably should have. I don't know. I don't know. You know, body, po- body positivity. Being like, he could be okay with his body. Uh, it's because he's got a massive meat log. Uh, uh, you think it's a boner reference? <laughs> I thought you it was. It's a boner I thought reference? it was a boner reference. Oh. Which is why I have this interlock sex and love. You're supposed to be in my heart, also okay. in my pants. Like it's like a. Uh, uh. Okay. Okay. That does track more. <laughs> That does track more. Jamie went right for the fat joke. I I dick. did expect better ah. from you, Jamie. I did. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. I lost a decent amount of weight, so I have a slight pass for a little while. Right. Everybody right. Yeah. You're you're <laughs> still dealing with your own body image issues, and that has to do with why you hate yeah. fat people. We get it. <laughs> You'll notice that I framed out my tits. <laughs> no one's gonna see this, Jamie. What you're not seeing, the listening audience, Jamie just took off his shirt and is now <laughs> pretending to Terry Crews himself. Mm, I love this. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't do it. You <laughs> <laughs> tried, though. We have some just interesting lines, right? So uh, I'm in the middle of nowhere, near the end of the line, but there's a border of somewhere waiting, and there's a tank full of time. Oh, give me just another moment to see the light of the day. And take me to another land where I don't have to stay. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just some of these things. I, I don't. Evocative is a word that I would say for a lot of his lyrics yes. and language. Is like they make or they make me want to think, and like they make me. I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Okay. Uh, once again, I, I like his use of language stuff like pyre burning on the edge mm-hmm. of the ice field. Lots of edge talk with this guy. I don't know. Everything's <laughs> on the edge. Well, it's the edge. And There's fire and ice. So. Uh, He's he's kind of a kinky uh, guy. <laughs> I like that his voice is on really full display here, just him and the mm. piano in the beginning. And he's got the, these perfect emo kid lyrics like open up the sky and let the planet that I love shine through. Mm. And it's these big theatrical sweeping building moments that he uh, that he's known for. At the end when he lets his voice loose on for crying out loud. For crying out loud mm-hmm. Like it just really loves I knew you would love that. I felt that. It, and it feels amazing. The two lines at the end, I, I like, uh, for finding a highway and driving me home mm-hmm. and for taking and giving and for playing the game and praying for my future that the days that remain. And that's sweet. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I wrote that down, actually. That's it. Yeah. So that, that, that's bad that, out of that hell. is bad out of hell. Uh, <laughs> How long did you say we weren't going to talk about it for, Taylor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> That was before I realized it's J- uh, Caleb's favorite fucking album. I, I, crazy. It is a, I, <laughs> crazy. I will be putting this album back on. All right. That's it. Fantastic. (laughs) How long was that?